the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Welcome to Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I'm Steve Teal. We had such an amazing interview and conversation with Pastor Dante Banks that we made it two parts. And I want you to not tune out. Listen to this conversation with Dante Banks. You're going to hear about a miracle. I love miracles. God is at work today, and he has a miracle maybe for you, but you're going to be encouraged and inspired by what Dante shares with you. So don't go away. Let's listen as we talk to Dante Banks. Some days later, a couple of days later. Can I ask you something real quick? Yes. Yeah, sorry. I mean, did you believe him in that moment? Or do you remember what your feeling was? Or did you just feel like, man, something good is happening? Or were you just like, we'll see? You, you know, know, do you remember? It, I, I just remember being it being very different. I'll just okay. say that. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. That moment was different. It was different. Moment. It, okay. Yes, there was a difference there. Yeah. Oh, that's And, cool. you know, to say <laughs> I deal with this idea of belief because we, we, we don't understand uh, belief, like when the Bible says believe, the same word it uses for believe is the same word it uses for faith. And so we say, you know, now faith is, but the same word mm. is that those who believe in him, it's pistis, mm-hmm. those who believe mm-hmm. in him shall not perish. And that doesn't mean to believe in your mind. It means to grab hold to, yeah, literally to wrap your arms around. Mm. And so did I believe him? Like, was I willing to wrap my arms around that <laughs> at that place? Probably not. Yeah. But I held on to it. Ooh. Does that make sense? Uh-huh, it does. I held that's, on to it. That's and good. Then, and then he says, wow. he says, I'm going to change my life. And I just said, okay. You know, like, I don't even think I said okay. I don't yeah. think I said anything. Yeah. I think we just continued. Yeah. That week, he went into a place um, wow. called Victory Outreach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. And there was, a, um, there was a home. Willie Henderson had a home on the east side. Um, Pastor Willie Henderson, man, one of my heroes. Mm. Um, Freddie Garcia, of course, was the sort of founder of Victory Outreach in San Antonio. And through that system, my dad changed his life. Wow. He never drank again. Wow. He never smoked again. I would say he never cursed again, but I'd be lying. <laughs> <laughs> but he he literally changed his life. I watched this man yeah. go from literally the crack house to the church house. Mm. And 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 the power of God changed his life. It wasn't you know, he would say it wasn't twelve steps, it wasn't two steps, mm. it was just one step. Yes. You know, he took yes. one step and and God met him. Wow. At that place, wow. met him where he was, and he and he changed his life. Now he is radically different, yeah. you know, because of this relationship with God. Now, so yeah. now I have a preacher, a pastor, <laughs> essentially, because he went immediately as far as he had gone yeah. outside of Christ and outside of the things of Christ. He he went that far 
yeah. and that hard for God and the yeah. things of God. Wow. So now I live in this dichotomy. Crazy. Of, yes, of my of living in the crack house, but going to the church house. I spend my weekends in the church house and my weeks in the, in the crack house. And you know, you know what? You get good at faking. Mm, okay. Tell us about that. You get good at pretending. You get good at you know when to raise your hands, you know when to say amen. Uh-huh. But over here, you know when to you know curse or when to steal a little sip of your mom's alcohol when nobody's paying attention or yeah. you know th- these things, and you learn these wow. these behaviors, you mm-hmm. know, and that are necessary to live in the space in the space that you're in. We all we all you know we we tend to learn enough to survive in the space yeah. that we're in. Yeah. So I'm just learning how to survive in these wow. two dichotomies. And here I am, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. Yeah. And I'm living this duality, yes. you know, this duality where, you know, in my house, we're, 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 you know, they smoke drugs. We're selling yeah. drugs. It's the whole, it's, right. it's the whole thing. It's New yeah. Jack City. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? It's yeah, like the yeah. whole thing. And then I'm going to the church house and I'm lifting my hands and I'm asking God, like, wh- where do I go from here? Like, yeah. who, who am I? Am I this thing or am I this thing? Yeah. You know, am I this? And, I, 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 you know, as clear as I, I'm sitting here with you, yeah. my relationship with God evolved to the place where he says, yeah, that duality is necessary. So you understand where people sit Whoa. and how you can be on, on both ends of the spectrum. You know, yeah, and so you know, I, I would people say, you know, were you church growing up? Yes, I was very churched growing up. Yeah, were you unchurched growing up? Yes, yes, I was very unchurched growing up. Yeah, and so I, I know where pe- I, I feel like yes. I have a relationship with people where I can be on either side That's of right. the spectrum, That's and I right. can have a conversation with you, yeah, on either side of the spectrum because I lived in these two houses, yeah, these two very different, mm-hmm. dynamically different houses, and um, and and then the beautiful thing happened. I, I would go to church every Sunday, and I would I would tell the the first lady in the church, "Could you pray for my mom because yeah. she's on drugs." Yeah. And I would like, you know, it seems like embarrassing now, but back then I didn't know to be embarrassed. No. I just knew prayer worked because look at my you dad. You saw your dad. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so even though they weren't together, the same God, you know what I mean? The same God. He's not a respecter of person. He's right. a respecter of faith. And um, something happened. My mom went to jail. She was actually in prison. And, we, you know, so my sister is raising us basically in okay. her house. Um, which is a whole other thing. How much older was she than you are? Four years older than me. So okay. she was probably 16, okay. you know, when my mom went to went to jail. Raising I, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it. And, like, nobody knew. It was right. just me and my oh, brother right. and my sister. Yeah. We live in this house Absolutely. together. Right. My sister's doing whatever she has to do yep. to take care of us. Wow. And, you know, again, another one of the heroes of mine. She might have done what she did, whatever she had to do. Yep. To take care of us wow. um, during that time, and still sort of made sure we went to church, which was a weird thing, you know. Yeah. She's like, "You guys better go to church." <laughs> she wasn't. She going wasn't to going. <laughs> <laughs> you guys better go to church. Wow. But again, this dichotomy. But when my mom was in in prison, she accepted Jesus. Um, oh my gosh! And she, you know, she prayed one of those prison prayers. You know, it says, I, "I'll I'll never do it again." Yeah. I'll, I'll, if you you know receive, um, if you change my life. I'll walk away. 
and she came out of prison a different person. She's only there for six months, but she came out a different oh person gosh. completely. And now, you know, again, my mom's saved, my dad's saved, but we still sort of have this residual, residual. weirdness that uh-huh. we grow up in. And so, again, you know, you learn how to say amen when it's time to say amen. You learn all the songs. You know all the church and knees. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know what I say? Blessed and highly favored. You yeah. know? <laughs> But I'm still living not a Christian life. Yeah. And um, when I was 17, my girlfriend ends up getting pregnant, and we're going to have a son. Yeah. Now, my by this time, my dad's a pastor. He has his church or whatever. Wow. You know, it's a it's a stain on his ministry. It's a stain on, on us, you know. Yeah. But that's what it looks like to pretend to have a relationship with God, but not to be actually walking in that relationship. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I, I love that God will, he will bring that mess to light. You know what I mean? <laughs> he will Say bring, that again. He Say will that. bring it all to light. Yeah. And, you know, the Bible says what is done in the dark shall come to the light. Yeah. And I'm, in my particular instance, I was so grateful that he did because yeah. it, it put me in a place where I had to make some decisions about who I wanted to be for yeah. the rest of my life. And even I had started to smoke weed. During this time, I hope that doesn't, doesn't turn anybody off. Yeah, but, no, it's uh, testimony. During, <laughs> during, My goodness. This, yeah. I, I actually did inhale. Like, yeah, I did inhale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, I was yeah. – and I remember, like, my son being born, like, the day my son was – it's so much more to this story because my mom well, – hear it. My mom went to um, be a missionary in one of these neighborhoods that we used to live in. And I didn't want to do that. And so I was sort of rebellious in that way. And I said, well, I'm not going. I'm going to live with a friend. And so she went, you know, she still had the apartment that we lived in, the the duplex that we lived in on the south side by then. But she went to live in the Wheelie Courts as a missionary with her her new husband now. And, you know, because they're saved and, you know, their life is changing. But we're not ready to change. So... Um, I went back home to to that apartment and started gathering my things and realized my mom's not coming back here. So I just sort of called the landlord and said, hey, when's the rent due? And the landlord said, well, it's due on this day or whatever. So I started paying the rent. Unbelievable. I'm 16, and I live here by myself. I live in this apartment. You just figured out. You're yeah, adaptable just, as right. anything. <laughs> right. You just adapt over here. You adapt over there. My, you, you know, going. my mom, you know, she calls me one day, and she's like, hey, uh, you know, I need you to do me a favor to the apartment, I, I think they're still charging me because they didn't, you know, they didn't close the apartment. I was, no, I live there. <laughs> I lived there. You told her? Yeah, oh I told my gosh. her. She <laughs> says, no, you can't, you know, you can't live there. You're not supposed to live by yourself, whatever. Mom, I've been living here for three months. Three months. I've already, I buy the, gro- you know, I, I buy the groceries. I, you know, I, I, I actually was took the electricity bill and put it in my name. It was, yeah. That's wild. I did all of that at the, by the age of 16. So now, you know, my girlfriend's pregnant. I live by myself. And um, I, I think the beautiful thing about my relationship with God is that I can always hear I'm having these conversations with God. I used to ride the bus. If anybody knows me from back then, they probably have pictures of me. I would cry. 
like mm. the entire time, like riding really? the bus, because I was just dealing with all the guilt and the shame that came from not having a a real relationship with God or not embracing my relationship with God. Um, you know, again, pretending I was at church, directing yeah. choirs, doing all the stuff musically, choirs. writing songs. Wow. Yeah, but I, but but yeah. you know, I was still living how I wanted to live, doing what I wanted to do. And for some people, that that grace. G- 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 <laughs> For some people, that grace will go on forever. But for other people, or people like myself, God will start to put the squeeze on you. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt like he was starting to put the mm. squeeze on me. Mm. And in, I don't know, what year is this now? This is 1996 in okay. August. I, my son is going to be born. Yeah. And uh, I go to the hospital, and I actually have a joint. With yeah. me at the hospital, yeah. and I'm. This is a stressful time for me <laughs> as a 17 year old. Oh my gosh, boy! And I reached to start like to start smoking that joint, and I remember, in like almost to a fact that my dad said, "No, I'm just going to change my life." I remember that, and I take that joint. Oh my God. And that I was my chills. Like, right and now. I throw it down and I step on it. And it may seem so small and so. No. But for me, it was that same moment. We had that same moment of just making a decision. <sighs> I'm going to change my life. I throw it down. I step wow. on it, smash it out. I smash it good to make sure I didn't yeah. regret. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And go yeah. back and try to look right. Right. Um, and that was the last. That was the last day I ever smoked anything, drank anything. Like literally, I you know, I unbelievable. Ma- I married that young lady. She is my wife still to this day. Oh my um, gosh, the only wife I've ever had. She is the love of my life. Yeah, and uh, that young man is my oldest son. We had one more son. I went into the military, and you know, long long story short, or short short story long. <laughs> Uh, that's that's been our life, and God yeah. has sort of taken us and, and, and guided us. And um, probably, you know, seven, eight years ago, I felt a calling to help people like me. Just seven or eight years ago? Yeah, to help people like wow. me, to help people who, yeah. who, who may have had that dichotomy of, you know, I go to church, but I still live this life, you yeah. know, a, a separate life. Um, a, a, a life of pretense and pretension here, but, yeah. you know, basically pretending right. in one place. And I wanted to be able to help those people and first to eradicate some of that guilt and shame that comes along with not okay. not living right, but also to say that there's grace for you. God loves you. God cares about you. And I felt like there, mm-hmm. there needed to be a niche and that God... Uh, called us to start God Chases Community Church, and that's what that niche is for us. And yeah. So that's where we are right now. Man, I got some big chills right up in here. I was like, I'm going to ask Dante to pray for somebody because he's oh, full of the Holy Spirit right now. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, when you just talked about, I mean, that's incredible just to come back full circle to you having that same moment as your dad. Right. That just right, right up yeah. in here. So, um, well, yeah. tell me a little bit, too, about just, 
when you felt that call to start this church, what, what was that process? Was it just a right. mental process? Was it? Where you was know, it was a it was a bunch of things. The first thing is, um, at this point, I was having a, a sort of contentious relationship with my father, just because. And then, you know, at this point, I had come back from the army. I served in his church as as a worship pastor. Okay, and um, we were just we we were you know we were trying to figure out our footing. But I, I felt like I heard the Spirit of the Lord tell us to 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 move to a new place. Okay. Oh man, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, <laughs> that's hard. You know, you have your family church. It's it's your church. And you know, you if your pastor and your worship pastor in related to you, and he leaves. Right. Oh man, that's hard. But now we're talking father and son. You're right. Right. All right. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit more, and please. Some of that was you know man, we had hard. some of these conversations where. Um, you know, we were so we we worked so well together, and we did so much work together that I was I was confused sometimes about our relationship when it came to just being a father and son. Yeah, and we okay. weren't spending okay. that time together. We weren't having those moments together. You it was see, a business it was relationship. All business. It was all business, and we and we were good at it. Yeah, you know, we right. did good. Right. We we were good at it. Um, but I just felt like I, we need to spend more time doing this, and it, I didn't want to get to a place of resentment. Yeah, you know, I, I love my dad. You know, he passed away this January. Oh, yeah, that's right, uh, that's right. But um, I, you know, I love my dad, and he is um, again a hero. You know, um, right. somebody who literally came from nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing, built yeah. one of the largest churches on the east side. You know. Um, Owns city blocks, you know, <laughs> um, and I mean, this person was on crack, right. you know what I mean? It was on right. drugs, and, right? And really, you know, it, I, I I've saw him through the power of God literally change his life yes. and, and become, you know, something greater. The, the beautiful thing was, I, you know, I went to him and I said, "Well, it's time for me to, you know, step away." And he wasn't absolutely happy but he gave me his blessing yeah and i didn't know that at the time god was sending me to a place um another pastor uh on the east side bishop brent bryant he has a he has a gift for um i'm gonna say for raising priests for raising yeah. preachers oh yeah you know and oh I, man that is a gift yes he yeah. has a gift for it and it's it's good and it's wonderful. And when I, I got to Bishop Brent Bryant, I didn't personally know that that's why I was going there. But it didn't take me long after being there that I realized, oh, okay, God suckered me into this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going there just to be a part of that music ministry and to yeah. help raise that stuff. And uh, raise that music ministry up yeah. and do those sorts of things. And then God sort of said, no, you're here for something else. You yeah. Know? And, uh, through a lot of, you know, a hemming and hawing yeah. <laughs> on my part, I just realized that, okay, well, I'm supposed to do something. Um, and I use this word a lot, niche. I'm yeah. supposed to do something niche. You know, yeah. every every church is not for everybody. Um, and God Chases is certainly not for every person. Uh, I'm grateful for who it's for. Um, and so what we said was, okay, we're going to build something. That's for a, a a particular person, a, a person who may have may have had a church experience, but has lost it with traditional church. Yeah, has stepped away with, from traditional church. And our goal is to give those people a a, a respite 
you know, give them a, a, a place, a safe space so yep. that they can reunite and relearn about Jesus and, and relearn about their relationship with Jesus. And so we just we just sort of sat down and said, now, what does that look like? Yeah, you that's know? my next question. What, is, what does that look like? Well, you know, what we wanted to do was, uh, and we talk about this a lot, and people get turned off, they use term, terms like seeker sensitive and things like that. For us, it wasn't about, you know, seeker sensitive at all. It was just about the Bible says that we will no longer worship on this mountain. You know, and Jesus is talking to the woman at the well. Right. He said, there's going to be a time when we no longer worship on this mountain. He said, but these are the people that the father is seeking. So, so truthfully, he's the seeker. Oh, that's good. Come on. He's the okay. seeker. Come so on. it's not about the people being seeker sensitive. It's about us being seeker sensitive to God. Oh, God is on. the seeker. Dang, Does that make sense? Oh, my gosh. So, Keep going. Keep so going. That's is, good. These are the people who, who the Father seeks, those who worship in spirit and in truth. This is how we have to deal with it, spirit and in truth. This is how I grew up, spirit and truth. This is when I was at my dad's house, spirit, when I was at my house truth yeah <laughs> when yeah. i was at the crack house truth yeah when i was at the church spirit and so we we wanted mm. to create something that did not negate the realities of the world that we live in mm -hmm. the space that we live in but that also got into a, a, a space of of understanding that no but god wants to heal you he wants to help you he wants to pull you out supernaturally and so we we don't um we don't we say we don't get rid of the practical yeah. to teach the prophetic. Yeah. Oh, we don't get good. rid of the practical to teach the prophetic. I can teach you the prophetic, yeah. but still talk about the practical. Yeah. And that's what we do at Gotcha. Do you have a prophetic gift? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we, tell me, uh, tell me about we that make it work bit. at Gotcha. Well, um, we just <laughs> believe that. I was kind of stuck on a while. On, I was like, man, that, that seeker, you know, God is seeker. We need to be right. seeker. And I was like, dang, that's good. And then you yeah. just brought out some more gold. And then I'm just like, come <laughs> on, man. So we we better close this off pretty soon because right, my head's going right, to explode. Yeah. But uh, we're we're good. But uh, yeah. yeah, tell me a little bit about the prophetic with God Chasers. Well, What's that look like? Well, well, we well we believe we believe that all the gifts of God are still in activity on the earth. Yeah. We don't we don't believe that any gift of God is you know disappeared during the first yeah. century or whatever. Yeah. We we don't believe that. We we believe that what the Bible says is true. If you if you believe any you know if you're going to believe anything in the Bible, you got to believe all of it. Right. That's yep. how it works. Yep. And yep. You don't you don't get to pick and choose. Yeah. You no, I've had those discussions. Genesis yeah. to the maps. It's all got to be real. <laughs> Genesis to the maps. Genesis to the Come maps. Come on, man. You, you 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 cannot say, well, we believe this, but we don't believe that. Right. You know. Right. So we believe that these things still exist. We yeah. still believe that the Bible says there is any sick among you. Yeah. Bring him before the yeah. elders of the church and let them yeah. lay hands yeah. on him. And we and we do that at God Chasers. Yeah. We still do that. Yeah. Now we've learned to do it, you know, we, we set aside time after church, particularly after church is dismissed, we have an open altar call. We'll see people come to the altar, man, and be healed of all kinds of sickness, all kinds of disease. Oh, um, we've had that. people who came to us and I mean I literally Cancer shriveled up, you know, um, right. people who had high blood pressure gone down. We, we do that. We, we believe in that. Again, we don't separate the practical from the prophetic. I will preach a practical, concise for message sure. that will help you, that will give you practical right. tools for your life. And then 
<laughs> we will open up the altar yeah. and we will get oh, we will get busy. Okay, so okay. And we, we will we, get busy. Right, we do it hey, all. All right, all right. I just thought thought of something because when I had Apostle McCreary on, he wound up telling a little miracle story. I was like very specific. I would love to share a miracle story yeah. out of those ones that you just kind of mentioned, or something else. Can you just briefly tell us like a testimony of that? Oh, absolutely. Kind of specific, just so people know. You know, absolutely. Excuse me. We had a young man um, who who had been going to, um, he, he was a very young boy, probably about 10 years old. He, he had uh, some form of cancer. Um, and he had gotten to the place where he was on the make-a-wish list. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, at some point, they, his parents um, were, you know, they, they were writing his three wishes or whatever yeah. it was going to be so that because you know when you get to that place the doctors have already decided yeah. you're not going to make it yeah. um and w- the one thing that his mom would consistently do is she would bring him directly to me after church and this is before we were doing big altar calls um after church we would do them every once in a while but you know for the sake of expediency we want to get people home you know yeah. get you to yeah. your chicken whatever yeah. it is, and, you know uh, <laughs> i love it but she would still like as soon as church dismissed she would bring her son to me every time wow and i remember he was so he was so frail he was mm. so little for a 10 year old i mean he looked probably like a five-year-old yeah and my wife and I, we would bring him into my office and we would pray for him, lay hands on him. Mm. And um, the, the doctors had completely said, okay, that's it. You right. know, be, be prepared to, right. to bury this young man. And, uh, you know, we pray the will of the Father. Yeah. And we we still believe in miracles. We still yeah. believe that God is a miracle Absolutely. working God. Absolutely. And and so when we pray in faith, and sometimes you just need somebody to join faith, join in faith with you. Yeah. That's what that's what it's about. The Bible says, "Where two or three agree, nothing will be impossible yeah. for them." We call that the guarantee of two or three. You I know, like we that. get I together, like that. the guarantee of two, of two or three. Yeah. And so we would get our elders in the office. We'd get this young man in the office. And we we literally started to, um, we would pour oil mm-hmm. on his whole body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we would pour oil on his head and his whole body. And we just began to pray. And we started that, you know, I know we have a, a regimen of chemotherapy or a regimen right. of, you know, whatever, whatever the right. doctors prescribed. We had a regimen. That every mm. Sunday he would come into that office and we would pray for him. Mm-hmm. Something happened. There was a space and time where maybe like a month where I didn't see them. Oh. And I just assumed the worst. Right. You know, I, I just assumed that family, you right. know, I assumed they were burying the, the right. young man or whatever. Uh, it, it might have been like two or three months and I was trying to get in touch with them. We couldn't get in touch with them yeah. for some reason. We just, it just wouldn't work out. We couldn't get in touch with them. Yeah. About three months in, and we were still praying for the young man. We're just not laying hands on him. About three months in, um, a young man just runs up to, and a, this is a different a bigger, kid. different a different kid. kid altogether. He runs up to me after church <laughs> and wraps his arms around Come me. Come on! And I look. I have to look at him and say, "Who? <laughs> what kid is this?" You oh know. Oh my gosh! And I realize it's this young man. And it's, it's this young man, and his mom is she. She is overwhelmed with tears. She said, "I'm sorry." You know, she tried to explain what was happening with her phone and all this yeah. other stuff. But she said, "I want you to know that the doctors are befuddled. They have no idea 
he just they said it's just like something clicked and he just started turning around the cancer started shrinking up they they, they on its own because they had uh, already done all this they were stuff. done yes they had already chemo done chemo was stuff. done treatment was done and when I god tell wasn't you the done smile on his face he had literally like his skin was brighter you know because yeah. it, you know chemo is very hard on a right. young kid he was his skin was brighter he was just a a, a brighter person and we know it was because of oh, god yes. we stood yes. him up in front of the church and you know to to be able to see that to see that after everything that we did, after all the doctors did everything they were supposed to do, and we thank God for gifted doctors. I pray right, all the time too. for gifted sure. hands, um, gifted doctors, sure. you know, sure. that that uh, that have the skills to to help us to to be the intercessors. Excuse me, to stand in the gap yeah. for us. But at the same time, we do negate the power no of God. We still believe in the power of God to do extraordinary things. Yeah. And that young man jumped in my arms. It was a, it was a it was oh such a gosh. breath of fresh air. But just to see him um, standing there as a living testimony yes. of God's power yes. and God's greatness. And it was because of the prayers of the righteous. The Bible says the prayers of the righteous yeah. availeth much. Yeah. And so I, I love that we, you know, we continue to pray. And we've seen, again, that's just, that's one story. You know, we've oh. had people who who had high blood pressure, you know, now they don't even take medicine anymore. Yeah. They're just yeah. completely off it. And so, you know, we we, we thank God for that. Yeah. That's what How many years ago was that, that this little... Oh man, man this what was are we talking about? Four Just for context, years ago, four okay. and a half, four yeah, and a half years. That's ago. fresh. Yeah, yeah. Four and a half. He, should, he should be about fourteen or fifteen yeah. right now. Yeah, you know, doing doing well. Yeah, you that's know, great. Doing well, and strong, and playing sports, and and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's and it's the power of God. You know, it's yeah. nothing that we're doing. Uh, in particular, but it's the power of God, and it's well, joining believing, together, and you're coming together, right. but, and, and you're doing it, believing, yeah, wrapping Hold our arms to, around, yeah, it. Yes, around that's, it. That's absolutely right. That's, that's good. Absolutely All right, man. Well, we could talk literally for hours more. Oh, we could. Here's what we're going to do. I know you, your throat's going to be giving up. I want to ask you, and this is what's going to happen. This is going to be for our video because and the podcast. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to just pray because oh, maybe, you know, they're not here today, but maybe some, well, we know some people need some miracles and right. maybe the Holy Spirit's just going to operate through your prayer to heal somebody right. of whatever they're going through. Maybe yeah. God prophetically is going to lead you to see what that healing is. Right. I don't know, but right. would you mind... Uh, closing us in prayer for that. And, uh, man, this has been incredible, Pastor. Sure. Yeah. So, and Thank before you, so you do that, oh, my gosh. Yeah, before you do that, I'll just remind you, this Pastor Dante Banks of uh, God Chasers, 99 Amen. Lessons for My Teenage Son. Man, I'm gonna, this is my copy. You can't have it. <laughs> that's right. You can't have it. This isn't a show that's giving this away. This that's is my right. copy. And I will not fear. Man, 30 days. Golly, this is just yeah. good. That's Pastor Dante Banks. God chasers, so you can find them. I'll have if you're on Facebook, you can find them real easy. Yeah. And if uh, you get a chance to visit the church, like I did, like my family did, man, it's a blessing. It's just yeah. a real blessing. If you don't, at least go online and catch uh, catch some of these sermons. Yeah, man, I need to see another one now. I need Amen. to see another one. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, this has been awesome. So, if you don't mind just closing us out I with will. some prayer, I want to say thank you so much, though. Thank oh. you for having me, oh. and thank Shh. thank you for very bold and everything you guys do with the peanut butter bowl and everything. That's oh, it's 
just such a wonderful thing. Thank you for helping to knit together our community. It's just so valuable. Oh, I man, say thank, thank you. you. That blesses thank you me. That. Yeah, thank yeah, you so thank much. Thank you so much. And if you're watching today, you're watching on here and you said, hey, uh, Pastor Dante, w- w- would you pray for me? Would you would you join your faith with me? I, I would love to join my faith with you. We believe in the guarantee of two or three. Mm. The Bible says where two or three agree, nothing will be impossible for yes. us. The Bible says they agree as touching. That means we, we've gotten to the point, and this is what the enemy wants to do. We started out talking about this. The enemy wants to, uh, his job is to divide us. In fact, mm-hmm. the, the word devil is a derivative of the mm-hmm. word divide, mm-hmm. to take apart. And so mm-hmm. what we want to do is, is realize that we have power together. The Bible says one can put a thousand to flight. Two can put 10,000 to flight. Oh. I want you to join your faith with me on today, and I want to pray for you. And yes. some of you have petitions before the Lord. Mm-hmm. You have things that you've been praying about. And I, I don't know what those petitions are, but I want to join my faith with yours today. Believing that nothing will be impossible. I want you to trust God like you've never trusted him before. Mm. And this is the season now. This is the season now. And I hear it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I feel Mm. it. That this is the place that there's somebody who's watching today. And and you've been vacillating. Mm. You've been going back and forth with your faith. Mm. But see, this is what God wants to do in this season. He wants you to hold on to it. He wants you to grab a hold to it. Mm-hmm. He wants you to hold on to it, and I, I promise you will see God do a miracle in your life. If that's you, come yes. on, let's pray together. Yes. Father, in the name yes. of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We love you. We give you glory and honor, God. We would not approach your throne without saying thank you, Lord Jesus, for you are good. Even if our situation is not good, you are good. Even if our circumstance is not good, you are good. I thank you for being good. I thank you for being kind, Lord Jesus. I thank you for being gracious, God. I thank you for being good. God, you are good. You are the pinnacle of good. Goodness is 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 not just a, a feature, God. It is your character, Lord Jesus. So we thank you for your goodness, Lord Jesus. Now, we pray for everybody watching online, everybody listening to this podcast right now, Lord Jesus. Lord, I join my faith with them for whatever their petition is, God. Lord, we come to you saying, work your miracle, Lord Jesus. Do your work, Lord Jesus, so that you can get your glory. That we can't say it came from uh, Pastor Dante or from God Chasers Ministries or it, it it didn't come from very bold. You know what it came from? It came from the power of God working in us. The, the power of God. You said your power working in us is the hope of glory, Lord Jesus. So we thank you for power that's still alive on the inside of us. We thank you for the the, the life-changing life restoring mm-hmm. power lord jesus right. there's some people god who have given up on you god but i'm right. i'm praying right now lord yes. jesus that they have a yes. renewing in their heart right a renewing in their spirit a changing in their heart right just now. as my father looked at me and said today mm-hmm. is the day yes. thank you lord yes. jesus that i'm going to change yes. my life you said this is the day that salvation yes. shows up right semi on today is the right day now. now is the day mm-hmm. this is the moment thank you lord mm-hmm. jesus that salvation shows up i yes. thank you that salvation showed up to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Salvation mm-hmm. showed up across mm-hmm. this screen, Lord yes. Jesus. Salvation showed up through this microphone, through the airways, God, because you are our salvation. Yes. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for being our salvation, mm-hmm. for being our savior, for being our strong tower, mm-hmm. Lord Jesus. Yes. Now, God, come we on. come to you for every petition that's yes. being held up right now. Yes. And we say, you got it. 
You got it, God. You got it. We turn it over to you, you God. It. We turn you it over it. to you, God. Lord, if anybody has a medical petition, they have something, that, uh, some some blood pressure thing they need they need prayer about. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lord Jesus. It's healed right now. It's mm-hmm. coming down right now. Mm-hmm. It's coming down. Diabetes mm-hmm. is backing up mm-hmm. right now. In the name of right Jesus, now. we believe it, God. Yes. We hold on yes. to it. We, yes. we more than just believe it with our mm-hmm. words or believe it with mm-hmm. our mouth. God, mm-hmm. we hold on to the word that said we are healed, healthy, and blessed Lord Jesus that we're blessed in the city thank you Lord in Deuteronomy you said we're blessed in the city and we're blessed in the field and we're blessed when we come and we're blessed whatever circumstance we're in we receive your blessing God Yes. We receive your healing, Lord Jesus. We receive your healing, Lord Jesus. We receive your healing, Lord Jesus. Lord now I pray for the I pray for the mother who has been praying about her child. Thank you Lord Jesus. I pray for the mother who's been praying about her son. Yes. Praying about her son, and she heard something today, mm. God, that will give her hope yes. for what you're doing in her son, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the families, God, who's going to be restored yes. because of this word today, yes. because of this testimony today, right Lord Jesus. And, Lord, we pray, God, that you give us the strength to continue to hold up our cross, to take up our cross, Lord to daily, oh, yes. to daily take up mm-hmm. our cross, God. Mm-hmm. That, that, those are the kind of people you made us, the people who will give a testimony. And you said they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Yes. Help us to tell the story, Lord Jesus. I believe that yes. people are going to tell the story even today of how a miracle happened. Mm-hmm. Today. Because they listen to this podcast, because they watch this video, yes. something something happened something occurred thank you lord jesus mm-hmm. something switched something changed i thank you for the testimonies that will flood into very bold yes. Yes. because of this moment today yes. lord jesus lord we love you yes we give you honor and glory in jesus name yes amen hey. and amen man and amen, amen. amen. yes amen. yes i'm backing for the mic because i'm talking so loud yes <laughs> yes amen. right now Today, yes, God. Thank I want to hear about that testimony. Of course, I'm going to share it with Pastor Dante. That's right. Email me, Steve at VeryBold.com. Call me, text me, 210-325-1963. I want to know because I know God did something. God is doing something right now, yeah. right now, yeah, today, right. today. So today. thank you, Pastor Dante. Yeah, Pastor absolutely. Dante Banks, man, just beautiful, amazing anointing. Uh, blessed and encouraged me, blessed and encouraged you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to sign off with this. The, it's the reason we are called very bold in the first place. It comes from the Apostle Paul when he was writing to the Corinthians. And give me a minute. The marksman's ready to shut this thing down. And I get it. We got two shows out of this, so we're pretty pretty ecstatic. <laughs> uh, but you're getting the whole thing. And uh, the Apostle Paul, when he was talking about hope, real and living hope. Peter called it the living hope. Paul was talking about that hope, that unfading glory. That's what we're stepping into, glory upon glory. And so what he wrote in 2 Corinthians 3.12 is about very bold. And one day I was reading the scripture and it just jumped out on the page, very bold. And that's what we've been trying to be. And that's what we want to be when God calls us is very bold because of the great hope that we have. Because God heals, because God speaks, because God reaches out. We have this great hope because of what he's done or for you, what he is doing today, today is giving you this hope, this real life. And so 2 Corinthians 3.12 says this, therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very bold radio and podcast with your host, Steve Teal. 
bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.